Hey, I'm Dr. T, and this is That's Totally Normal, a podcast dedicated to explaining what's happening to your body during puberty. On this episode, sex. That's right, we're going to talk about it. Because for all of the mystery, interest, and excitement that surrounds sex, it's actually a pretty basic and natural topic. As we've discussed extensively, the essence of puberty is preparing our bodies to make babies, even though it's totally fine to not make a baby. Sex is kind of the implied goal of puberty because some components of sex are necessary to create a baby, specifically when sperm from a penis meets an egg from an ovary. However, sex is also a way that individuals share intimacy and sexual pleasure with one another. I suppose we could call it an activity because when a person starts having sex, we in the medical community say they are sexually active. But just like puberty, sexual activity operates on different timelines for different people. And that's totally normal. Blame it again on those hormones, specifically estrogen and testosterone, that control arousal and sexual attraction. Whether you're not interested at all, are only kinda interested, or are super interested in sexual activity, don't worry, you're right where you should be. But before we even start talking about and defining sex, there's one concept that is more important, and that's consent. When, where, and with whom you choose to be sexually active should always be your choice and the choice of the person you're with. So to make sure everyone participating is in agreement that sex is desired, it's super important that everyone share their consent. So what is consent and what does it mean to you? I think consent is agreeing to do something with Oberson and not crossing a certain line and it being a mutual thing that you're both wanting to do, not just a one-sided thing. So it's like a mutual agreement in a sense. The best way to describe it is, can I give you a hug? And that that's asking consent. So consent, and then you can give consent by saying, yes, I would like a hug. That, that's how I was taught it. Those are all great ways to interpret consent. Strictly speaking, in a physical context, consent means giving permission to do something with your body. Something as basic as, may I give you a hug? And you responding, yes, implies that you have given consent. The same concept applies when engaging in anything intimate. So hand-holding, kissing, and sex all require consent because it's your body and you get the final say on what is and what is not okay. And the same goes for your partner. Speaking up, asking, and listening are all really important parts of effective communication and consent. Consent can be expressed and received in many ways, but the most basic forms are verbal cues. Generally speaking, saying yes, go ahead, or okay would be examples of verbal consent, while no, stop, or that's not okay would be examples of verbal refusal. One more thing that isn't considered consent is silence. If someone wants to do something intimate, but the other person doesn't respond or react, consider that a no until otherwise specified. When you think about it, there are many ways to express consent or refusal. So here's the most important point. When in doubt, just ask. Consenting to something also takes knowledge and understanding of what exactly is going to happen. So let's talk about sex and get to our listener question of the episode. How do you know if you're sexually active? This is really a smart and challenging question 
because the way we've defined sexually active over the years has changed. Or rather, the way we interpret sexually active has changed. Being sexually active, it's any type of act of sexual pleasure between you and and one other person or multiple people. I would say like having any type of intercourse on a regular basis and like doing it consistently. As you can see, it's possible for there to be lots of definitions of sexually active. And no one is necessarily wrong. For the sake of today's discussion, let's say that sex is a physically intimate activity between consenting individuals, and being sexually active means that you participate in these activities. Doctors also like to ask if you are sexually active, or even if you're thinking about becoming sexually active, because they want to make sure you're being as safe as possible. What do I mean by this? Well, it's important to understand that different types of sexual activity carry different risks and benefits. The one benefit that all forms of sex can achieve is, obviously, sexual pleasure and sharing that level of intimacy with someone. It's nice, right? From there, the risks and benefits differ slightly. First, let's define STIs, or sexually transmitted infections. As the name implies, these are infections that are spread by sexual contact. There are quite a few different types of bacteria, viruses, and parasites that can be spread this way, which we'll talk about in the next episode. But here's the good news. There are a couple of things you can do to prevent STIs. The first is using barrier protection, like a condom or a dental dam. And the second is getting regular STI testing. Again, we'll discuss these more in depth in the next episode, but for now, you should know that the risk is there. And so is prevention. The other major consequence to consider when being sexually active is the chance of pregnancy. Specifically speaking, Pregnancy occurs when semen from a penis is inserted into a vagina. Specifically speaking, pregnancy occurs when semen from a penis meets an egg from an ovary, usually via insertion into a vagina. Any type of sex that results in semen in the area of the vagina carries this risk, though the most direct route is via penis-to-vagina sex. However, there are a variety of tools available to help a couple avoid unwanted pregnancy, including birth control and condoms. Birth control, at this point in time, is only an option for those with female genitalia. It describes any type of medication that takes over your body's hormones to reduce pregnancy risk. It comes in lots of different forms, including pills, patches, shots, implants, and a little device that goes into the uterus. Birth control is usually available as a prescription from a doctor or from a local family planning clinic. A condom is kind of like male birth control. It's essentially a rubber tube that covers the penis and catches semen before it enters the vagina, which can prevent pregnancy. So I know this felt like a lot of information on a pretty heavy topic, and it is. But during puberty is when sexual attraction really gets going, and thoughts of sex and intimacy are very likely to enter your mind. It's totally normal. And before you make any major decisions about what you want to do with your body, it's only fair that you understand exactly what you're consenting to. So we hope this helped. And if you ever have any more questions about sexual activity, risks, and benefits, don't be afraid to talk with your doctor. Before we go, I want to thank you all for listening to That's Totally Normal. If you ever have any questions for me, submit them via my website, on Seeker's social media, or write to us at that's totally normal at seeker.com. Remember, everything is completely anonymous, which means we won't use your name on the show. However, if you're really concerned about something going on or think you need medical attention, please talk to a doctor, a parent, or an adult you feel safe talking to. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. As you probably noticed, our episodes feature thoughts from various young people. I want to thank Noah, Bogey, Lucy, Matilda, RJ, Maverick, Carolina, Kai, and Rohan for participating in our show. Some of these young volunteers are ambassadors for Amaze. Amaze takes the awkward out of sex ed. Real info in fun, animated videos that give you all the answers you actually want to know about sex, your body, and relationships. Visit amaze.org for videos on puberty, sexual orientation, gender identity, healthy relationships, and more. That's Totally Normal is a podcast created by Seeker and Trax. The show is hosted and written by me, Dr. Tessa Commerce. Emily Feld is our producer. Caroline Roth, Brian Simagala, and Matt Morales are our Seeker producers. Our editor and sound designer is John Ross. Our executive producers are Brett Kushner and Brian Pendergast. Thanks for listening. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.